This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. Who's better at investing money, men or women? And does your investing style really matter? We'll have the story. A lot of the research has actually been done on individual investors, and you tend to see some clear patterns of outperformance with them as well. Then, is it possible to predict adult criminal behavior by studying kids? The results of new research say yes. We'll talk to an expert. We identified some children who had been abused and others not, and we followed those kids over time to look at their developmental patterns and eventually now looking at their adult behavior. Those two stories and much more are coming your way on this week's InfoTrack. Stay with us. The show begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. It's a recognized fact that men and women think differently, and that goes for their approach to financial investing, too. But which does better, and which gets higher returns? InfoTrack's Roy Mackey is here with the story. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Our guest is financial expert Meredith Jones. She's the author of Women of the Street, Why Female Money Managers Generate Higher Returns and How You Can Too. I think many people will be surprised that women investors outperform men. Are we talking about professional money managers or individual investors? We're actually talking about both, interestingly enough. So when you look at the body of research, you do have a body of research that clearly demonstrates that professional money managers such as hedge fund managers, that women do have a demonstrated edge there. But a lot of the research, because the number of women professional money managers is so low, has actually been done on individual investors. And you tend to see some clear patterns of outperformance with them as well. And can you give us any general numbers as far as percentages of how great the difference is? If you look at hedge funds, for example, uh, female-run hedge funds over a a six-and-a-half-year period actually generated a return that was six percentage points higher than the universe at large. So they also outperformed on a one-, three-, and five-year basis, so across all the various time periods. And as you know, six percentage points is quite a meaningful difference. If you were to look, for example, at another study that looked at brokerage accounts, for example, they, I think they looked at something like 35,000 brokerage accounts. On average, women outperformed by about one percentage point a year, which again, as we know, with compounding does add up over time as well. Now, what you've done in this book is kind of examine some of the reasons behind this and some of the specific characteristics that maybe account for women's differences. One of those is less overconfidence. Why is that so important? Well, when you are overconfident about your investments, you tend to believe that your decisions are right. So everything you buy, it's the right time to buy it. It's the right thing to buy. Everything you sell, it's the right time to sell it. It was the right thing to sell. And what that has a tendency to make people do is overtrade. Because if you always think you're right, then the desire to go and churn those positions to get into the next thing you know you're right about is very strong. And we all know that over time, trading too much can seriously erode returns. So it sounds like the buy and hold mentality is in your favor. Women do tend to be a little bit better at maintaining conviction in their positions and really are tend to be longer-term investors. 
when I interviewed the 11 women-run funds for the book, some of them had had positions in their portfolios for 10, 15 years even. So they can be quite long-term investors. And in addition, they tend to not get shaken out of positions quite as easily. So if you were to look at the market, there was a study done on IRA accounts, and women were 10% less likely to sell at the bottom of the market than men were. Interesting. One of the other things you write about is how women have more out-of-the-box thinking. Can you explain what that means? There's such a thing in investing called herd mentality, and you do see that in individual investors, and you even see it in professional investors. So there was a story that came out last year that showed that 15 of the largest hedge funds all had very large positions in one stock, which happened to be, in this case, AIG. And so what tends to happen when you have people kind of flocking to one position is that, you know, you get a lot of volatility in that stock. When people rush in, it goes up. When people rush out, it can really bottom out. Women tend to look a little more further afield for their positions. And so they're not necessarily looking for what's hot. They're looking for what makes sense to them, what they can research, and really investments that they believe in and feel like they can buy and hold. Another thing you write about is rule-based investing, and that that seems to be something that women are more comfortable with. Can you explain what rule-based investing is and why is that more effective than other means? Well, rule-based investing can really help to manage the emotions that come from investing. You know, we've all had positions that we've been tempted to fall in love with, right? So you buy something and and you keep thinking to yourself, even if it's not performing particularly well, I know it's going to come back to me. And that doesn't always happen. You have to be very diligent to separate out emotions from your investing. And so what rule-based investing does is it gives you some parameters that you can use to help keep emotions out of your decision-making. So, for example, maybe you never purchase a stock that's more than 10% of your overall portfolio or any investment that's more than 10% of your overall portfolio so that you don't end up too concentrated in too few investments, which, of course, can really wreak havoc if one of those investments goes down. Another way to be a rule-based investor is maybe if an investment goes down by 2, 3, 5%, you decide that you want to sell automatically in those situations. And what that can keep you from doing is, like I said, falling in love with a stock and kind of riding it to the bottom. Now, it's important to remember that doesn't mean you can't get back into the stock, But what it does is it forces you to take a step back and reevaluate your investment thesis, again, getting the emotion out of the equation. Our guest on InfoTrack is financial expert Meredith Jones. She's the author of Women of the Street, Why Female Money Managers Generate Higher Returns and How You Can Too. Meredith, you did a lot of research for this book. What was the most surprising thing you learned? Really what I wanted to do when I was researching this book was to demonstrate that there was a sustainable competitive advantage and a reason for Wall Street to seek out female talent. You know, it shouldn't be a feel-good measure. Wall Street isn't exactly a feel-good environment. It's a for-profit environment. So one of the reasons why I think that there haven't been more women involved in investing is because there hasn't been this clear case for why they may add value. And so I was 
A little surprised, and I will admit very pleased, that the case for adding women to investment staff or hiring female managers was as strong as it was. Aside from checking the gender of a fund manager when you're buying a mutual fund, for example, what can people take away from this as far as something that can help an individual investor? I think people really want to take a moment to think about the behavior of their money managers and does it make sense to have all of their money with a group of people who are likely to behave the same way when the markets are going up or when the markets are going down. You know, the concept of diversification is not a new one. You diversify based on the number of funds that you have. You diversify based on geography, based on the type of investment, based on duration, based on liquidity. But this idea that maybe you want to diversify based on behavior is a new one, but I think it's something that will gain a lot of traction. How has Wall Street changed? Because a couple of generations ago, there were very few women there. And there still are. I think that the industry standard estimate is that only about 5% of the people taking risk with capital on Wall Street are women. If you look at the hedge fund industry, the ratio is about 80 to 1, men to women. If you look at private equity, the numbers are even lower than that. I did a quick check at one point just for my own enjoyment to see how many men there were named John, James, William, or Robert for each one female investor. And in the hedge fund world, there are 11 men named John, James, William, or Robert for every one female investor that's investing with hedge funds. On the private equity side, there are six men named John, James, William, or Robert for every none, no, zero, female-run private equity fund. So the numbers are still really, really skewed at this point. And I think that's something that really does need to change. You know, when you look at the wealth that is controlled by women, about 50%, like 51.3% of wealth is currently controlled by women. That number is expected to go up to 66% by 2030, I think. And so when you think about that versus 5% of the money managers are women, those numbers are really skewed. Meredith, what sort of advice could you offer to a young woman who may be interested in a career in the financial industry? It's really important to demonstrate that the way that you approach the market and the fact that it's different can be a true value add. Trying to get in and do things the way that the guys do them is not going to be the way to go forward because, again, I think this whole idea that you can generate returns and you can generate diversification benefits from being a woman, I think that's going to catch on. And so to any woman that's out there that is considering a career in investments, you know, I say that you should leverage that. In addition, find a mentor. Every single woman that I interviewed had a strong, either formal or informal mentor relationship, and sometimes several. And then, of course, networking is really critical. You know, you find new investments, you find new investors. There's no end to the way that you can boost your financial career by having a good network. Financial expert Meredith Jones, the author of Women of the Street, Why Female Money Managers Generate Higher Returns and How You Can Too. Meredith, is there a website where people can learn more? There is. You can visit aboutmjones.com. All right. Well, thank you again for joining us on InfoTrack. Thank you so much for having me. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. Next, can you spot future criminals by studying kids? Eye-opening research, coming up. Stick around. There's more InfoTrack straight ahead.